The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. People, when we were out in public, would be um, stares, whispers um, behind my back. Uh, some people would come up to us and, and ask questions, and even to the point where we had some, some social media comments saying, you know, why would you let this child live? He should have been aborted. Fed up with harsh words from strangers, Lacey Buchanan posted a video describing her anguish and joy. The video quickly went viral, and now everyone can see through the eyes of hope. It's a blessing to us to share blessings with you. I, I, I really believe that if you'll just kind of buckle your seatbelt and just stay right there, I think that you're going to have whatever loads you sense that you're carrying, you're going to be see love lift the load. You're going to be inspired. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are blessed to share blessings with you to give you an opportunity to be a blessing to someone else who never expected they would even see a blessing. We have a guest today, Lacey Buchanan, who has a little boy in her arms that you're gonna see up close and personal. And she's titled this book, Through the Eyes of Hope, because she had a, a child that had most people known the challenges that this little fella faced they would have certainly encouraged her to consider not giving birth to such a challenged child. And she was even accused by some, and this is so hard to believe, that when they saw what he faces, which she sees as such incredible blessing from the Lord through a very challenging situation, many have said, why in the world would you even bring someone like that into the world? It's sad to think that anyone ever has that kind of an attitude. Through the eyes of hope, I want you to welcome the mother of what we consider to be an incredible miracle. Welcome, Lacey, would you? Thank you, Rick. thank you. Well, I want you to tell us, because I am looking at the picture here mm -hmm. of a little boy that just has red on his right eye and under his left, and can't tell if he has eyes. And there's a mama giving him a big kiss. <laughs> tell us about this incredible challenge. Um, well, Christian was born with what's called a Tessier cleft lip and palate. Um, and the cleft was so large that it also clefted his eyes. So he's completely blind. Um, he has to have reconstructive surgeries to re repair the cleft so that he's able to speak and eat normally. Um, and they did that? Uh, it's, it's some, it's, it's a series of surgeries. So he has more to come. Mm -hmm. All right, tell us what, what happened, what you saw and when you first saw him. Tell me what went on in your, in your husband's mind when you saw a little boy that was obviously extremely challenged. Well, we had no idea when, uh, until he was born that he was gonna be blind. We had no idea there were issues with his eyes at all. Um, so we had prepared ourselves for a cleft. We knew that that was um, a, a part of, who, uh, of the, the issues that he was gonna have, but preparing uh, ourselves for his vision impairment um, didn't get to happen, and so we were 
um, in, a, in shock, disbelief. Um, we were scared um, about how we were going to raise a child who was blind. We had no idea what to do, what resources there were. Um, and, and so uh, we loved this child madly and we knew that. And, um, but we knew that we didn't know what else to do, but just love him. Well, what, what happened in, when you brought him home and you started and you went out in public, what was the reaction of people when they actually saw your little baby? Um, the reaction of other people when we were out in public would be um, stares, whispers um, behind my back. Uh, some people would come up to us and, and ask questions, um, sometimes uh, a little bit audaciously, what's wrong with him? Why does he look that way? Um, uh, and, and even to the point where we had some, some social media comments saying, you know, why would you let this child live? He should have been aborted. Um, he, he's going to live this miserable, pathetic life. You told us that you, you got to where you'd just cover his little face when you mm -hmm. went out in public just to avoid all the comments. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to go to the grocery store and get my groceries and get home. I didn't want to um, have to face those struggles, and I didn't want to have to explain his condition to people. I just wanted to get in and get out. And so, yeah, I put a blanket over his car seat and, and I would just try to hurry around and get what I needed and, and leave. When you began to deal with the challenges, what was going on in your heart? What did, what did you feel like God wanted? Because here you've taken the, the time and the effort and the focus to write a book through the eyes of hope. What are you, what are you wanting to say to everyone who's listening and everyone who will read this book. What do you want them to hear? Um, for anybody who reads the book, um, you know, we're all going to face the hardest days of our life, whether it looks similar to my circumstance or, you know, something totally different. And I want people to know that sometimes what we think is the death of a dream is really the birth of a beautiful new adventure when we put it in God's hands. Do you see that happening? Absolutely. Christian is such a gift. Um, getting to be his mom is a privilege. Um, I, I don't want anybody else to be his mom. There was a time when I was um, angry and thought I was being punished because my child wasn't born healthy. Um, and I, I came to realize that there's no other job in the world I would want than to be his mom. He is thriving. He's enjoying life. He's in kindergarten. He's, he's amazing. He's did every, every challenge stacked against him. He does, he conquers it and he conquers it with a smile. Hmm. Does he know other children react to what they see? Does he understand what they see? Because he obviously can't see what they're looking at. Have you explained to him the reactions of others and their actions and how he might deal with it? How, how does that how does that come across with him when you're trying to say explain what's going on and how he should respond? He's just now getting to the age where he's starting to understand um, that he's different. Um, and so we take it little by little and piece by piece with him. We don't want to overload it all on him at once because he is still young. Um, but so when he asks questions or when he says things that let us know that he's realizing um, that he's different, um, you know, we try to um, instill in him very positive uh, reassurance about it. Um, and very matter of fact, yes, you're blind. Um, it is a fact. And... We, we don't want that to hinder him. So we don't ever say, you can't do this because you're blind or you can't do that because you've got a cleft. If he wants to do something, 
and and the blindness makes it a challenge, we help him overcome that challenge. And so we want him to grow up knowing that his blindness is, it, it may make some things more difficult, but not not doable. And so, um, you know, we try to, we try to live out those things that we want him to live out. We, we try to um, just give him a model to go from. Tell us a little bit about the journey God's brought you on in this, because like you said, you weren't expecting it to the extent of what, mm -hmm. when he until after he was born, all the, all the challenges you would have with him. Mm -hmm. But you said that, uh, and you told us earlier, that God just showed you something about him, about his beauty within, that, mm -hmm. that you didn't feel like you had to apologize or hide him from, from people, from, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. So I was at um, the grocery store one day getting groceries, and this guy um, saw my covered car seat, and he just kept insisting that he wanted to see the, the baby. And I was purposefully covering this car seat. And so I kept explaining to him that this child had, you know, some differences, and it was just easier to keep the blanket on. And, man, he just persisted until he just wore me down. And finally I said, okay, um, you know, sure. And so I pulled the blanket back, and when I did, um, the guy threw his hands over his mouth and gasped and jumped backwards, and it broke my heart um, to to see him do that at this baby who I loved and adored, and um, and that's really when I decided, and, and really when God said to me, "Don't hide this baby." I want to let our audience here at home see Christian. Just what a, this has happened just recently, and, and watch this. I love it. He does love me. Is I the fool's life of his nature? So what to have he run? Then I but he ain't something on, on YouTube mm -hmm. earlier. How old was he when you did the cards and you did the YouTube post? He was 15 months old or so when I did the YouTube video. Yeah, he was tiny. Oh, man. And, and you, this, let me tell you, the time we're talking to you, and I think they're cutting up where you can at least see the images, on YouTube, and what would they... Uh, you know, type in to get that. Just my, they could search my name. Just your mm -hmm. name. Lacey Buchanan. And, and at the time we're talking, 15 million people have been blessed with Christian right here. And uh, hopefully you'll get a lot of other folks that you know after you watch it to watch. Uh, and I want you to hear the rest of the story, but just know you can find that. And I think that when people see the way you've handled this and then to take the time to write the book, do you think that it's going to inspire them to face every challenge and see it as an opportunity to not only receive hope, but in some way give hope to others? I hope it will. I hope people will realize that, you know, no matter what we face, God is big enough to handle it. Amen. Well, you know, you've been doing something that most people would find very difficult to believe. From the time you've had this baby, you decided that you were going to become an advocate and represent people who are challenged and who need help. And, and you are 
about to complete or are completing I, I your complete, law degree? Complete. Mm -hmm. It is complete. Yes, mm -hmm. finally. So <laughs> what are the steps now for you as a, as a mom, because that's number one, mm -hmm. and wife, what are you going to do with your law degree that might be of interest to people who are watching us? Yeah, well, you know, uh, finally completed the law degree, so I really want to help other families who've been in situations like mine. Um, I've lived it, and so I can sympathize with where they're at, and I want to use my degree to really advocate for those families in the legal system um, and use it to educate about the disabled community and just open doors for people that um, you know, they have a hard time accessing because I understand their struggles. I've lived those struggles. I still live those struggles some days, you know, it's, and so I, I really hope to impact the special needs community in that way. What do you think God's going to do with Christian? Do you see when you watch this little boy develop and he was so cute and he's happy <laughs> and he's just being a little boy, do you, do you see and sense anything in your spirit that God might do that's just really a, you know, special for him. Can you see anything beginning to develop in your in your prayer life that gives you an indication? Not not too much just yet. You know, I, I really I really do hope that he will um, pursue an education because education is so important to me. You know, I did law school and all that, and so I want him to know that he can go to college and do great things. Um, you know, despite his disability, and that that's not going to stop him. And and man, I. I would really, I think it would be amazing if he became some sort of uh, speaker or pastor or something because he's had speech difficulties his entire life. So I think it would be really cool to see um, a, a child who has struggled his whole life to speak become a mouthpiece. That'd be so beautiful. Yeah, yeah with all those challenges. Yeah. You know, one of the joys of our viewers is to do the cleft palate surgery mm -hmm. for little children around mm -hmm. the world. I'm, let me say this to all of you. You, you are amazing. I mean, the very fact that you're still watching, you know, when you find out, okay, we're talking about some of the challenge. I find that you're not only interested in knowing how people deal with challenges and how they overcome, but the viewers of life today, those of you who, who tune in regularly, have found out that we give you an opportunity to be the answer to prayer, a prayer for some that would seem like it's impossible to see answered, and you become the answer. So I think you're going to not only... Uh, pass the book on, tell people about it. But I think you're going to be an encourager. I think you'll point people to her testimony, even on the web and on YouTube. I, I think that you are an advocate, like she's talking about being, for the poor, for the overlooked, for the forgotten. And from the depth of my heart, I want to thank you for that. And you know what? Most of you communicate with us if we run into in person when we're out traveling or we're out in public or we're at church. Or you email, or you may write a note. You have found a tremendous joy becoming the blessing, becoming the answer to prayer for someone else. And so when we share stories like this, you realize that we are sharing something to lighten your load, but also to inspire you to lighten someone else's load. And this is precisely what our incredible guest Lacey is doing and what I think her son's going to I'm, I'm going to be surprised if he doesn't do something uh, very special in life because there's a lot of people praying for him right now, a lot of people praying with you and rejoicing with you. I'm very proud of you uh, for what uh, God has given you the grace and the determination to do. But you are really a blessing, and Betty and I just want to thank you for sharing and thank you for this beautiful little boy that you so obviously love oh, and that you him. are becoming not only hope for him, but you're giving eyes of hope to an awful lot of people. Would you thank Lacey for sharing her story? And her
Son Christian. You know, the first time I saw this new guy, I just fell in love with him. And uh, by the way, Christian, I know you're not able to see me, but you can hear me. I love you, buddy. And I really did like to hear you sing, Jesus Loves Me. And uh, I'm telling you, he does. And you are such a blessing. Our wonderful viewers have uh, been giving uh, water to people around the world who don't have it. And we've, we've got something going right now that we've never been able to do. And I know you're going to like this. You know, we take uh, drilling rigs in and we drill a, a water well that takes care of, you know, maybe a thousand people in that area. But we got some areas where you can't get rigs in. The terrain is, is impassable. Mm -hmm. And uh, the water source is awful. But we've got a little filter system now that we're able to give a family their own device to give clean water to their children. It's incredible. And I want you just to, uh, to look in. I can't help but smile. Because when you see the, the love of parents for their children and those children are sick because of contaminated water and they've lost many of them, and you realize that we can drill water wells, but we can also offer people another solution. You watch this, you're gonna like this. Have you ever waited for things to change in your life? The people of Burundi have waited and waited, some longer than others. Too many times they've seen their children, their brother or sister pass away from lack of clean drinking water. And yet they wait and they pray that God will look upon them with favor and restore the springs of old with fresh, clean drinking water. Until that day comes, they continue to draw from sources filled with waterborne disease and hope that tomorrow, the change they have longed for for so long will finally arrive. We're here today in the heart of Africa. Try to imagine being a mother. Your children are thirsty and you want to give them something to drink. But the water that you bring them looks something like this. And you know in your heart of hearts that by them drinking this water, chances are they're not gonna live much longer. Look closely at this water. Just imagine for a moment it was your only option to stay alive. Would you drink it? The people of Burundi shouldn't have to make that choice either. It all starts right down here at their source of water. This little water hole, which is really more like a mud puddle, is the water source for a people trying to drink out of this one hole. And it's just incredible when you look at that water that they're gonna drink. And it just breaks your heart. Look into their eyes. If you look closely, you'll not only see thirsty bodies, but souls that thirst as well. Together, we can share through word and deed, not only clean water for their bodies, but living water for their souls. Those are absolutely, absolutely beautiful children. And you know, Betty, right now, we've got the opportunity to not only drill wells, and, and let me just say this, there's an area, there's 188 locations uh, that the missionaries have pointed out where the situation is so critical that we have to move very rapidly. And it is $4,800 to drill a well. Lord, I'm praying for a miracle today of uh, several 
and hopefully many people who will say, okay, I'll drill a well. I can do it. I will. And then, Lord, I pray that everyone who can will give toward it, whatever they can, to get those emergency wells in Jesus' name. And I believe if God puts it on your heart to help, whether you can do the 4,800 or 1,200 or 2,400 and pray someone matches you with the 24 and we got a well or three join you with 1,200, we got it. Many people, most who support us, Betty, will give $48 or maybe $144 to uh, give 10 people water basically the rest of their life or 30 people. It breaks out like that. But we've got something else. We've got these five-gallon containers that have a, a hose line and a filter that takes any water, however contaminated and dirty it is, and makes it perfectly clean, non-contaminated, potable, drinkable water. And we can give three families those filter systems. Now think about this. We've got areas where it's virtually impossible to get a drilling rig. And all they've got is those mud holes like the one uh, Ralph Doan, our mission overseer, was talking about. And we can take those to those families, $100, and you give three families their own filter system. So there is some level, some way, that I believe every one of you watching can help. And uh, I've already prayed, and I know God answers prayer. If you can drill a well, I believe you'll joyfully do it. If you can give toward the well, you'll do it. But Betty, I think there are many people who can give that $100 for that uh, amazing, simple non-complicated filter system. Yeah, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about us getting those little filter systems to those areas where we can't drill the wells and how excited a mother would be to be able to filter water through that filter so that her children could have safe drinking water. I can't even imagine having to offer them, James, the, the water, the contaminated water, knowing that it's going to poison their little bodies and eventually kill them. And this is such an opportunity. Yes, I'm going to go ahead and just thank you up front because I know your, your hearts, you have giving hearts, and I know you're going to do all you can to help with the water wells and then with the filters. Thank <laughs> you so much. And I really do agree with you, honey. I think God is going to answer the prayer. If you'll go to uh, lifetoday.org and uh, take your bike card, use it like a check, or if you want to just uh, uh, send it in and mail it in, or you can dial the number there and call and say, I'm going to put a gift uh, on my card. Whatever God puts on your heart, if you do decide to, to write a check, make it to life. That's what you're giving. But call us and tell us that you're sending it in so we know that we've we were seeing the need met. Would you do that? And I really do thank you for doing it. We have some beautiful gifts to send you uh, that I promise you are going to be an inspiration to you and an encouragement. And I hope many of you uh, will give the uh, water well or the $1,200 and, and get, I think, the most beautiful bronze we've ever created, the Determined Eagle, because we're going to live by the grace and power of God, determined to soar on the turbulence of the times and the challenges of our day. And we're going to help other people do that by sharing the love of God, not in word only, but also in action. We want to bless you and say thank you as you're giving life to others. Thank you for doing it. Every day, children living in extreme poverty are forced to make a dreadful choice. Drink filthy, polluted water filled with deadly disease or die from thirst. No child should ever be faced with this decision. Our teams have recently identified 188 remote villages in Southern Africa where children are suffering from contaminated, disease-ridden water. 
The situation is desperate. They need clean, disease-free water immediately. With your gift today, you can help drill fresh water wells in remote villages across seven African nations. Your gift of $24 will provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will provide for 10. $72 provides for 15 people. And $144 will help provide fresh, disease-free water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you Sheila Walsh's devotional, Five Minutes with Jesus, a fresh infusion of joy to help you experience a deeper connection with God. Please consider an additional gift of $100 to help provide three families with water filtration kits in emergency areas where our rigs cannot reach, and you may request our No Greater Name canvas print. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well, and you may request our beautiful new hand-painted Determined Eagle bronze sculpture. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. We're here in Burundi, Africa, up in the mountains where they cannot get drill rigs to come up here to drill wells. And this scenario happens around the world, not just here. And we've discovered that these people up here have pathetic water sources. This is water that mothers are bringing home to their children only to get worms, other waterborne diseases, cholera, extreme diarrhea, and then to hear stories of death and life has been given an opportunity to bring these water filtration systems into the mountains so that when mothers bring water home to their children, they're no longer bringing water that's killing their child. They can create water that brings life to their child. <laughs> I think you see the joy in their faces. It's gonna bring so much joy to these homes that can provide clean water for their families. Again. We thank you so much for all the generous giving. It really is making a difference. God bless you. Well, Betty, I thought what you said a while ago, uh, it just came across so beautiful. The, the excitement level <laughs> that Betty, you know, just really pointed to for the mothers. You know, I'm going to be able to give my little child clean water. If it's just a simple little filter system, not just the well, and I believe you want to do that, if you want to see through the eyes of hope and you want to let Lacey and little Christian be a blessing to you and you'd like to have this book, of course, you can get it in the bookstores or online, but uh, you just give a cup of water. You help us reach out and give those people life, give them that fresh water, and you'd like to have this book also along with the other gifts for you. We'll be glad to send it to you. And I hope you'll be in prayer for this beautiful, beautiful family and for little Christian to become a bright light to many people. Would you say thanks to Lacey again for sharing her story? Thank you. Lacey. My pleasure. God bless you. you. Love that little guy. <laughs> Thank you for loving others. Thank you so much.
In his new book, Living Amazed, James Robinson shares how divine encounters can change your life. Living Amazed, coming soon to online and retail bookstores. Tomorrow, James and Betty share what it means to live amazed. My life was so transformed by God to be carried by the Spirit that it has just been the most amazing journey. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.